Hallelujah. The Lord is high above the heaven and the glory above the nations. The Lord is high above the heavens and the glory above the nations. Give him the highest, highest praise. Hallelujah. 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 We thank God for this day. This is a day that the Lord has made. We are excited here at TBC, Take TV Network. We're excited because we have a wonderful, wonderful guest here today with us, Attorney Dana, and it's going to be a wonderful time. So let's pray in a hurry. Let's jump right in so we can see what the Lord and how the Lord leads us today. Father, we thank you for your loving kindness, your tender, sweet mercy, more precious than silver or gold. Thank you, Father God, for this day, this awesome, wonderful, magnificent, mighty day. Continue to bless our families, God. Bless our loved ones, Father. Continue to look over our nation. Continue to look over the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, we're so excited and we can proclaim that you have the whole wide world in your hand, in the hollow of your hand. That wonderful sound song, he's got the whole world in his hands. 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 He's got attorney Dana. He's got me. He's got the whole white world in his hands. We cannot forget that our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We can't forget that God is our all in all and over all. We cannot forget the gracious, large heart of Mr. Cantane and the Kissimmee Company, always K-I-S-I-M-E.com, Kissimmee.com, amen. Go to the website, you'll see an array of wonderful, wonderful products and all, every product out there is natural. No artificial additives. Everything, everything is herbal. Everything, amen, takes nature's best, hallelujah. And Mr. Cantane spent over $3 million perfecting, hallelujah. Uh, we are not medicine, no we're not. And we cannot give you doctor's advice, praise God. But we have testimonials out there at Kissimmee, K-I-S-I-M-E.com. We have many wonderful testimonials out there. Uh, you can hear people talk about what has happened because of drinking Kenergy coffee. You see it in the background back there. You see the blue packet, that's cappuccino. Amen, that has milk and sugar added in it, praise God, for us light coffee drinkers. It tastes like hot chocolate. Really doesn't get a coffee aftertaste in your mouth, amen. I love it, and I have at least one cup a day. And then on the other side, you see the, um, the cappuccino, and of course, praise God, the uh, double espresso, thank you. The double espresso, hallelujah. Been out of the studio a few days, so let me brush up on myself. So we have the double espresso, and that is just what it says, double espresso. It has no milk, no sugar, no cream added, and you can adjust it to however you desire. But for me, I like the cappuccino. And uh, over on the other side, you see the Cordy X, and the Cordy X, the Kenergy coffee, they all contain the same ingredients. They have the Cordyceps, 
the L tonight and 75 milligrams, just 75 milligrams of cappuccino, which is the daily average dose. Oh yes, there's several companies out there that you can go by and you can say, give me pump, 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 five pumps. And what happens? Yes, you get an automatic lift, but then what happens all of a sudden you come down. And when you come down, you have a little headache because it was a little too much. You won't get this. You won't get this. What happens? It's a subtle, subtle, subtle lift, a natural lift. It helps your concentration. Yes. Helps your focus. Yes. And most of all, it provides good, healthy nutrients to the five major uh, organs in our bodies. And it doesn't take six weeks. Doesn't take a month. Within three days, within three days, you begin to feel this light, gentle lift that will help you. And you'll see that you're focusing better. You won't get that mid-afternoon fatigue because with the Cordy X, you take one tablet in the morning and by mid-afternoon, you take another one and it'll glide you through the day harmoniously. Amen. Focused and in tune. So thank you for living health quality. Thank you, Mr. Cantain for preparing such a wonderful, wonderful setting and opening up your heart and allowing God's word to go forth. And we're, con we're concerned about the total health and well-being of man. I get all of that out the way. That takes about five to six, seven minutes. Now we're done. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mr. Cantain, we love you. And thank you, TBC. Now for the business at hand. <laughs> awesome woman of God. How you're are such a you? testimonial because you're so energetic. I can't believe it. People don't know you're a senior. You you have a lot of things to do, have a lot of things on your plate, and then you're speaking uh, to the testimonial with all this energy. I just can't believe it. <laughs> oh yes, it's it's makes God me want to have a cup. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes. The coffee, and, right? The oh, coffee. Yes. I want to have. Mr. Cantain did prepare a cup for me. I'm going to try it later. It does taste like hot chocolate, like yes. you say. Yes, yeah. just like hot chocolate. It, it's not coffee because I don't drink. Spent 22 years in Marine Corps and didn't drink coffee. And imagine now, praise God, being here and being introduced to the wonderful company and all the rare products. You are an attorney. Yes. Hallelujah. And you have a testimony for even getting there. Oh, I do, I do, but my testimony is not, not important. Is what I do as an attorney for people. Um, yes. That's more important. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And being that laws and legislator, legislature and things of that nature, how important is it for us as people to get involved? Because the, it, it says a government for the people and by the people. Help us people from your array of experience. What does that mean and how should we get involved? Okay. I mean, the first, are we able to cut and so I can stop that? Okay. A uh, little help in the studio? You can, can you turn off my... A little help in the studio. Yeah. So yes, come, come back to that now. Yeah, we'll... They, they'll bring it to you so you can work with it. Okay. Just give it to me. Yes. Yeah, you just, you gotta turn it totally off. I forgot, I'm so sorry about that. That's okay. We're good. This is live and in living color. So we adjust to all of our natural things. This is living health quality. The, health, the, the quality of life that we have and will have by looking at the total well-being of man, health, mind, body, and spirit. And our start. surroundings really affect us. So what is happening 
so my original question, and it's going to lead into another, but government for the people, by the people, how important is it that we as people, people, that means people, people have to get involved, yes. not the government. So yes. if it's for the people, by the people, and um, it, it benefits the people. So what the people need to be involved. In the process. From, in the process. And from the very bottom of yes. the totem pole, yes. like your city, your uh, municipal district, people wonder why their police department is a certain way. That's because no one comes to the city hall and says, you know, I have an experience, a good experience or a bad experience. Both with, are important. Yeah, with the police department. You do need to let your um, government official know how your police department is doing. Um, for instance, in my, my city yes, uh, of Garden Grove, the police department are doing very well when it comes to dealing with the homelessness. Yes. The homeless people, they do it with compassion. Yes, yes. So I think that's important. But at the same time, they're firm in not allowing the homelessness get uh, interfere with the businesses. Yes. yes. Yeah. So because both have to. Right. And we can't avoid it in all because it is a society problem. Yes, it is. It's overall. I mean, I don't know of a city that doesn't have right. some type of homelessness. Yes. It's right. government and city, government yeah. and community, people helping to remedy the situation because uh, each and every person, right. families now are one paycheck, two paychecks away from and- From due, poverty, yes. Yes, and yeah. due to the season of the virus in which everything was just spun out of control, now we need to be compassionate and affirmative with our action as we hold our city officials accountable for the votes that got them there. Right. And also, we need to work closely with the government. We need yes. to be there with the police department. Years ago, back in the 80s, in Garden Grove, where I live, the police department would stop all the kids who had a Civic, Honda Civic, and had their car spike up and the Asian. Wow. Well, we had to go to court to so stop that. that was that. what? Profiling? Was that? Yeah, racial profiling. Racial profiling. It so not only us, huh? Yeah, it's it's everywhere. It's African American, it's Asian American, it's Indian American, it's Spanish American. So it's everywhere. But if you don't point it out, how did we point it out? We kept going oh, to the police department or the, the city council. Hey, this is not right. They don't do anything. So that's when the law steps in. Right. Right. We go in there, we file a lawsuit, and then they stop what they're doing. Now, we don't want to get it, I mean, for, for certain, like um, in Michigan. Yes. Was there not some, some body of, of people, people who cared or who's concerned enough to say, hey, these years of racial profiling should stop. Yes. Why does it take for a person to be killed? Yes, yes. Right? Yes. I mean, we as people, we need to go out there and actively um, participate. participate and NW. be against these kinds of things. Yeah. Don't wait till it happens and then we say, okay, this is not right because then we, it has caused us so many lives yes. that unnecessary loss and the families are damaged, um, the communities is damaged and, and, yes. and we suffer a loss. So let's look at Atlanta and the Asian women who were shot and the from 
the 18th of March to the 22nd as seven, eight different shootings. But let's focus. How has it affected from you being able to communicate? How is it really affecting you, us, your family, your community? Um, the community, most of the people who don't look deeply into it, they yes. see it on the surface as a racial um, crime. Yes. But I, I think it's more than that because most Asian women, um, not most, but most of them who don't speak English, mm -hmm. they would have careers that are um, not English speaking demanding. Right. Such, okay. as, such as um, manicurists, Manicure. uh, masseuse, mm -hmm. um, facial yes. uh, experts. Uh -huh. So the women who were killed were masseuse mm. in, in Florida. Yes. Okay, so I'm thinking, well, they think that's, that's the easy profession, but it's very dangerous. Yes, because in that profession, you, see, you have a lot of interaction, physical interaction yes. with women and men. Mm -hmm. And some of the customers are not mentally healthy. Oh, okay. That's I, mental health. Go ahead. It's yeah. a mental health. Yeah. So I see it more of a mental health issue than mm -hmm. a racial issue in that instant, as opposed to the... Um, I, I'm not sure about the, the most recent shooting. I see them as mental health issues. Yeah. yeah. Mental health guidance. So something happened in the past that will cause an individual to come to a point where a button was pushed or a trigger. And right. we must, as people, as communities, as Asian Americans, African Americans, Spanish Americans, Indian Americans, we must all take up because we have been mentally, emotionally affected one way or another, not more than the other, because we're all being abused and, and uh, treated less than human. Uh, and when we look at these types of behaviors that come out in our community, it is more than just, it's a mental health issue. Yes. And it affects all ages, you know, our little ones, our children, in all the different ethnicities, we may look at the children as being innocent and not hearing and not understanding, but they hear. And if we don't interact with them, what will happen is in their minds, they'll begin to categorize and put and compartmentalize right, right, things right. in places. And it happens to be the, the Asian race women um, because they're in that profession that is, have a lot of physical interaction. And when they have mental health issue relating to sexual desire, they are going to, some of them don't, they, they know they have that issue and they want to get rid of those feelings because yeah. years of working in the courtrooms, reading um, mental Case health violence. reports yes. based, uh, relating to um, sexual, sexual violence, violence. and mm -hmm. um, sexual predators, yes. you see that these sexual predators, they want to weed out their problems. And yes. some, sometimes it means to get rid of uh, or kill, to kill. Yes, yeah. and it is one of the innate uh, um, <laughs> things that the Spirit of the Lord, that God designed us with, and the enemy has perverted it so. Yes. Whereas we, it's out of control. And the other thing that I just like to point out, and I'll ask this awesome professional to help me, is the fact that 
there is good uses for things, and then there's abnormal uses for things. And as long as we utilize things in the way that they were designed to be used, it's good. But if we use it abnormally, it's abused. There's a word that I learned in law school, and I thought, why do they keep using that word over and over again? What is it? Reasonableness. Reasonable Ooh, person. Talk me about reasonableness. Unreasonable person. So the word reason, the word reasonable is used over and over again in every single civil case and criminal law cases. Reasonable. Reasonable. Reasonable I, doubt. Uh, yeah. Are you a reasonable person? If you're a reasonable person, you would not uh, you know, perform such conduct or, or conduct yourself in a certain way. For, for instance, a reasonable person um, would defend his family if someone broke through his front door. Okay, that's a reasonable person. Yeah, so uh -huh. if he happens to hurt the person who crashed through his front door, it's reasonable because he has to defend his family and his property. But how does that spin out in court if he reasonably did that? That's how it is. It's because every person, it's reasonable for a person to defend their property and family. Yes. A yes. normal person would do that. But it's unreasonable if he did the same action, hurt someone else. He wasn't inside his house. He's out at Disneyland, and all of a sudden he did the same thing in, whoa, in whoa, public. Whoa, whoa. I'm at Disneyland, and... You come up to somebody. And somebody comes up to do something to oh, no, my family. Well, that's different. You're defending your family. Okay. Oh, oh, if he just walked up. Yeah, you, you walk up to somebody, you mm -hmm. do the same thing as if you were going to defend your family, okay, and okay. you hurt that person. That's, that's not reasonable. reasonable. Yeah, that's okay, not reasonable. But if you were going to hurt that person in defending yourself or your family or your property, then that's reasonable. That's reasonable. Right. Okay. So, <laughs> I got that definition. So, you said it's used continually. Continually. In, in the process. almost every single court cases, you know, so. So, reasonable and normal, are they interchangeable? Yeah. Okay, they, they are interchangeable. So the average, the okay, average now, now citizen. Okay, now you're putting in another one. You got reasonable, we got normal, now we have average. The average, average. So. citizen. <laughs> <laughs> the average citizen doesn't have a, a mental health issue that affects their daily conduct. Okay. Right? Uh -huh. and, um, and they're not ill, they're not incapacitated that affects their daily conduct. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. For instance, or not not normal or abnormal person. Okay, good, good. Okay, like not, not normal, abnormal yeah. person. For instance, someone who is um, handicapped. Okay. Okay. Then you can't expect them to perform the same as someone who is not handicapped. Okay. Okay. It's not dishonorable, it's just handicapped. And right. now we have a different degree on how we measure. On duties. On to duties. each other. Okay. Uh -huh. Civil duties. Civil duties. Okay. Yeah, civil okay. duties to each other. Wow. Okay. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited now and I'm trying to, to, to maintain it so we can stay on this flow. So still in the vein of, 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 of mental health and being reasonable and unreasonable, what's the, and you don't have to be accurate because we're just having a real time talk on living health quality. What's the, the average of, of caseloads that fall in the normal, reasonable, average, unreasonable, what, is, what are kind of the dynamics and, and how does that play out in our I, I don't have the statistic yeah. for it, but in, in just living experience, um, 
a majority of us are normal. Majority, majority of us, of us are, are normal. normal. Well, and I, I think that maybe uh, of the 100 people we know, maybe about two, three people are not normal mentally. Okay. Yeah. And it would be, and but, but most of the time. But that doesn't, not normal mentally doesn't mean there are issues where people are normal, uh -huh. but they're not nice. Ooh, <laughs> you just taking it up. They're normal, but not nice. Normal, but not nice. I okay. mean, and, and, and not nice sometimes is normal for some of the people. <laughs> not nice is normal. Okay, so now go back to that 100 you number that here? you gave You ever hear, I don't need to be nice to you. <laughs> oh, uh, and that's normal for them. It's normal for them. It's like, I have a right not to be nice. Okay, so now you that person that says they have a right not to be nice and you and a person who encounters a person, a nice person encounters a person that says, I don't have to be nice. Don't we end up with some kind of uh, off balance conflict in there that might end well, up in the court? It could be a conflict if you want it to be a conflict. For instance, we're on oh, the- If I want it to be, wait yeah. a minute, the person just say, I don't have to be nice to you, but then you don't well, want it to, like oh boy, on, come We're on, on the freeway, we're on the freeway. Uh-oh, okay. Okay, and somebody's like, you know, you can see, you don't know what they're saying, but they have a mad face and they're going, blah, 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 yeah, right? Yeah. And you're going, ooh, he looks like he's mad at me and looks like he's cussing at me, but I, okay, he's not happy for some reason. I'm gonna slow down and let him go because my life is much happier without that person. Absolutely. Wow. What a wonderful example. Right. You remind me of uh, I was at a traffic light sitting and just my and had and I, I looked over and the person was just uh, going, 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 going. And so my windows attended. So I rolled down the window and I said, excuse me, sir. I said, if you continue with that level of energy, it's possible that you could have a heart attack. You need to. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> exactly. And the person looked at me, and I never thought about it. It's just that it was just instinctive reaction. And the, the 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 man looked at me, and he says, "Thank you, thank you." So I don't I don't know. It must not have been me who he was snarling at, but I just happened Somebody to see Somebody else, it. yeah. And I and I said, "Sir, sir, calm down," because I mean he was. He was beating on the steering wheel and all of that. So I understand what you're talking about. So here we are today. It's 2021. We're in um, a new administration. And in the first 100 days, there are a lot of things being done. Uh, what is your perspective? And I'm not making this political because this is uh, black and brown. And we're sitting having a conversation. And, we, and this is going wherever it's going. Um, and we want to put something out there that would trigger thought process in us who are who are looking for something. Because what I have been seeing is that the politics and Hollywood and all media. other media, they are pumping influences constantly. They're so, playing the people. So, so, <laughs> so how can uh, a reasonable, normal, average person make it through with all of that stuff coming up. Okay. I think the first thing is we all need to recognize that we are the people. We need to be united and we need to support each other. And we need to see that that whole government system is responsible for us, not one particular 
president, not one particular party, but the whole shebang. The, yeah. ho the House of Congress, the House of Senate, and the White House, they all are responsible for us. They all need to work together and make sure we have jobs, we're safe, and our country prosper. Wow. I, I see, uh -huh. and the only people who can make that happen and, and make them aware that we want that are the people. Are the people. So we That's have me and to, you. Yes, us. Yeah, yes. so we're not going to play into the media. No yeah. more. No, no more, more playing the media. Yeah. No more playing into the parties. No more playing to who's in the White House. Hello. Is the president talking to the House? Is the House talking to the president? Are they all talking together? And are they making decisions that benefit us? And they're not talking about filibuster because we need 60 to carry out things. And those things that they do there, they affect us. And we have to intellectually, amen, send a message. Yes, we can protest in the streets. No justice, no peace, no justice, no peace. But the House, and the Senate, they are not responsible for the gifting of peace. Well, no filibuster, that's like how the communists set it up. The communists set it up that way, yeah. come on. There's no filibuster. I okay. mean, it's like whatever they decide. Okay, so the people have no say, and so, so you have no balance. I mean, we're based on balancing power, right? right there will right. be no balancing of power. Right, right, yeah. right. And we, there is a balance. Jesus Christ brings the balance. Yeah. <laughs> but and we have to we have to know who we are as men and women of God, black, brown, white, yellow, purple, whatever color. We've got to not allow Satan to divide us, the enemy to divide us based on the the the, the texture and the tone of our skin. We must understand that when we stand together, when we come together on one common cause, that God created the entire universe. Exactly. Do you remember when Mar uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, um, when he got assassinated? Yes. God has given a job to him. Yes. And he accomplished the job before he passed. Yes, he did. God made sure he was safe up to the moment. Up to the moment. That everything was already in place. It was in place. It's an amazing, powerful, powerful thing to witness, even though I wasn't there. But looking back in history, I thought that was so powerful. And the, the doing, God's doing, it's the timing. You can't just explain it. There's no, no way no. to explain the timing. No, right? no, no. That's, that's totally in God's hand. And I'm glad you, you mentioned that. And you brought it in with such passion yeah. and, and such life. Um, what are some of the things that, come from Dr. King's life that helped you as an awesome woman of God today? Yes. The, the uh, courage. The courage, courage people have when they're oppressed. Oh. Okay, when people are oppressed, they have this courage and they are willing to sacrifice their lives to stand up for human rights. Yes, yes. For, for freedom. Yes. For liberty. And let's, let, let, me, let me show you what, let me speak to what happened. You know, during the Montgomery bus boycott, when, when it had gotten so intense, and then Dr. King and the other uh, members of, of the process, when they saw the price it was going to cost to continue to move forward, yeah. they chose, maybe we've taken this too far, let's step back. 
And when they did that, the young people stepped up. Mm. The young people stepped up and carried the torch on. And so during the past 2020, after George Floyd and uh, all the others experienced it, what the deaths and things that were unjust, uh, it came again. The young people took to the streets all around the world. And the resemblance of it is when Bo Connor released the dogs and the water, uh, the, the water hoses and beating when the United States was put on global display of how they were treating black people. Here, history is repeating itself again from all the shootings, even to continue on this mm -hmm. day, on how people are being treated in the United States of America. It is a human rights issue, and we must, we must stand up. And until every human being is treated, hallelujah, with justice, freedom, and equality, until every human being experiences that, then we're all being attacked. And also, Dr. Johnson, people have to be taught. Yes. People yes. have to be taught uh, what is it that is uh, freedom, liberty, and human rights. Because if you're not taught that, you're going to continue the behavior yes. that will produce uh, racial uh, discrimination. Racial discrimination, yeah. Uh, racial violence. Yes. Okay, yes. years ago in Hollywood, you would not see uh, an African-American actress or actor taking the lead role. Ooh, no. Now, Hollywood had some training, yes. some education regarding that, you yes. know, racial yes. discrimination. And so slowly, we see more entertainers, more artists being treated equally. Equally. Right? Equal and then same thing. Our police departments, and God bless them, they're here to, to protect us. But if the government agency, if the administrative agency of certain police departments do not educate them on how to treat the, the citizens um, with, yeah. uh, or, or community, the citizen in com diversified communities. Diversified community, absolutely, yes. How would they know they have done something wrong mm. or that's not acceptable yes. i mean to they would know if it to the point of violently killing somebody but but little things like um like i said the, the racial profiling yes if yes. you see an african-american man in a a, a car in uh, some exactly. malibu area um, and then yes. then the police pull him over yes. now to me that's not violent but that is some type of discrimination. Yes, and I've been pulled over yeah. and being in different different communities. And the only thing why my, my pullover was successful, being that I'm here, is because you know how to interact. So it's training and we have to teach. We have to yeah. teach the uh, law enforcement officials. You know, uh, California has a standards of training. I, I forgot the acronym because I just didn't brush up on it. But law enforcement in California, California has a whole status of training and most every law enforcement agency in the state of California must meet those standards and they must have the the initiatives that are in those those standards of training but we have to have some training that will help us ethnically the officers to deal i.e 
most some of our homes today in this area, Lemon Grove and Garden Grove, uh, the, 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 the seniors are there and the seniors are there and some of them may not articulately speak English enough to where they're comfortable enough to interact with the yeah, police officer. Right. So as respect, uh, the police officer should know this. So when he comes through the door, the young person may come up and have to, begin to communicate. To communicate. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. the officer can't say, I don't want to talk to you. I want to talk to, well, the best person you want to talk to, to help bridge the gap. Yeah, is you're the right. Because sometimes I'm there trying to help translate and they think it automatically, I can sense that they feel like I might interfere with the investigation yes, yes. That I want it to go a certain way but as that's not my intention no. my intention is like I know they are scared mm -hmm. they can't speak English that yes. well and what yes. they say may hurt them absolutely because they may not say it correctly absolutely so and all and yeah. once they get it written down oh my goodness you can forget it you can forget it because anything else comes around on the yeah, other that side. Yeah, will whatever you say in in the law, they say that whatever you say may be used against you. Absolutely. Can yeah. you speak to the young Asian American between the ages of fifteen and twenty five, male? How should they interact if they are pulled over? I think. Just be themselves, like an Asian person, usually courteous. <laughs> uh, don't don't fidget, and then uh, don't gra go for anything, because normally any the officer think the yeah. person they stop might be going for a weapon. Yeah. So you always have your hand on the the insight. The yeah insight where the officer can see you're not holding anything, right, right. and then uh, comply with whatever the officer says. Yes. Um, then and you should be fine. But nowadays, the officer should have a camera in his pocket That's when he stops right. somebody. And the police car should have a camera. In and, the dash. Right. And I say to every single city, if you really care about how your police officers perform, you should have those two items, the pocket camera the body cam. and the uh, vehicle camera. Because that's the, sometimes that's the only proof that the defendant has to show that he didn't do anything. Yeah. Well, look at the camera on uh, George Floyd. Yeah. Remember when they were yeah. filming that? Mm -hmm. The whole world can see yeah. he was grasping for, for air. Yeah. But I was looking at the office, he was up here, so he was more, more focused on making him not moving, so he's not looking at whether you know he's grasping for air. Yeah. But can you feel it? I mean, when you're, you have the adrenaline. And that's another thing, is another officer seeing that should observe. Yes, to enter. He should intervene. Intervene. Say, right. Out, so. Intervene. Hey, um, I think he is grasping for air. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. um, and then in situation like that, you should not only have two or three officers when you want to stop somebody. Yeah. You need more than that. You need the officer to do the contain, two officers to do containment, one for the, the visual, mm -hmm. and one to control, and a few, several to control, to control the, the crowd. Because mm -hmm. if you have, I remember that was too few officers for them to control the crowd, do this, it's like There's all over the place. On. Yeah. yeah. And, we, and we must remember, and this is by no means, don't take this as a cloak of protection for anything, but um, a law enforcement person, when you receive a call and you're moving to code, code three, 
to go to a situation where you're not sure of. The dispatch is giving as much relative information as they can decipher and get to the officer. And immediately code three kicks in. You're talking about survival stress reaction, SSR, survival stress reaction. And that's what happens when your adrenaline rev revs up. Then at that time, your peripheral vision now comes in. Narrow down, It narrows in. And then your ability to hear, you're not really accurate on where the... It muffles. It, 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 it muffles. And so everything now is being pulled into survival. And yeah. that's SSR. And I don't know, and but I am going to go on, Cam, that uh, at one point there was no real training for survival stress reaction. And there is something that can happen for that. The only thing that can assist with survival stress reaction is the point that an opportunity, because when survival stress reaction kicks in, it's auditory responses, auditory responses. You're not, you don't have to think. That's why sometimes you see the gun come and shoot. It's auditory because you're trained that way. Yeah. And SSR, it's first. But when you now are, if you, if, if we get to the point where we can train our officers in S, in, while they're in SSR to when this starts happening, training could reduce that to be here. But it's a lot and too much to go into right I, now. I have um, something to add for the young people. Um, a lot of times uh, people re react based on ego. Mm -hmm. And there are two things that you should not even think anything about ego or the officer is, is mistreating you. Number one, if the officer says, you stand over here and you were here, they separate the parties. Uh -huh. That's okay. And yeah. number two, if they say, you need to sit down on the sidewalk mm -hmm. with your hands behind your back or with your hands on your head, do exactly as they say. Because um, when they feel they cannot control the situation, they need to separate people and they need distance from people and they need people to be in a position where they can't react quickly, like grab for the guns or uh, wrestle with them. So that's the reason why they do what they do. It's not because they think, oh, you're Asian, you're African-American, so you're going to sit on the sidewalk. Uh, that's, that's not part of the training. It's because, just yeah. actually normal. It's yeah. normal because we're still talking about public safety. We're talking about the officers being safe. We're talking about the people who they're interacting with being right. safe and those other bystanders being safe. Yeah. So when we understand what is happening and understand the why and not allow the media hype to hype things up to help us to folk to to begin to shape our thought process we can end up doing things a little better uh, is it okay to ask you about qualified immunity okay tell me about that then ask me about it <laughs> <laughs> qualified immunity you mean like for the officers yes oh well, yeah, let, sure. Well, sure, let, ask me about well, that. Well, hold on. <laughs> let me give the, uh, the, uh, let me get my rendition of it. Because there's a lot of immunities. Yeah. The president. Yeah. <laughs> the Presidential immunity, but, yeah. but qualified immunity as it relates to po police officers, there, there, are certain, there are certain laws that cover them and certain laws that cover some of the things that they do, some mm -hmm. of the things that they do. And under qualified immunity, if if they're in a situation in a particular state or a particular town or a particular county and qualified immunity 
has been established in a certain way, then it allows certain things to go on. And so we have to look at what's going on with this qualified immunity in this particular case. Mm -hmm. So you are the professional here. I like I like playing lawyer. <laughs> You're welcome to do it. So uh, in, in what sense are you asking me about the qualified so, immunity? So in the, general? In general, yes. In general, um, I believe it, uh, when you're performing um, duties, you're under duties for public safety. With then, a badge. Then sometimes, with a badge, and then sometimes um, there are accidental deaths. Yes. Then that is uh, certainly under the umbrella of qualified immunity. Yes. But if you have the intent or the thought of behaving a certain way, uh, um, that is not legal, but you think and you premonition yourself to using the qualified immunity, mm -hmm. then that is very illegal. Very illegal. So I yeah. thank you for that. You done, you did a wonderful I don't know if I said job. that clearly. You did, you, you did a wonderful job <laughs> because uh, when, we, when we get to a certain point uh, in ministry as a pastor, I would say, he that have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying <laughs> can have the understanding and you can also always call in and ask more questions. For in, I'll give you a for instance. For yes, instance. Uh, for instance. Uh oh. Okay. For instance, and I'm not saying I know anybody like this. Uh, this is just a th theoretical only. Theoretical. So theoretical. I'm, I'm not putting lame on anybody. Someone who is a fascist. He, they're just white supremacist, mm -hmm. and they decided premonition. This is like. Before they even get, Before into, they get into, it. into the police department. Okay. And they say, when I get in there, I'm going to certain, treat certain people a certain way. And they rely on that immunity to behave that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, for instance, they can say, sir, may I see your license? Hmm. Or they can say, uh, or they just, based on racial, you go, boy, what are you doing in this town? Yeah. Now there's wonderful, yeah, different tones, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, and so the immunity, like they go, okay, um, I'm gonna catch everything this person does because I'm I don't like this person racially, mm. and so when I arrest this person or when and I be, I treat this person a certain way, I'm allowed to because I'm the police officer. Yes, yes, wow. But in other situation, they'll let it go. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. The the jaywalking. Hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. They'll let it go. But no, they see a, a color around. They say, "Oh, jaywalking. I, I'm going to stop that person. Oh yeah. And I'm going to give that person a hard time." What do you think you're doing? Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, and don't say, "Well, the person. Look at the person who just walked across." Oh, <laughs> you are so experienced. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. You have to say, "Oh, ah." Uh, you know, whatever the officer asks for, yeah. your ID. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Don't grab for anything until yeah. they ask you. That's, yeah. I think that's the main thing. I see it on TV all the time. They always say, oh, the person was grabbing, going for something in his pocket. Or looks like he's, he has holding something. I would drop everything. I would put my hand up yeah. if I feel that way. Universal surrender. Just put the hands up. Uh, okay, look, yeah. you have been awesome today, but I... Sorry, I got just one this thing that's just, just, <laughs> it's just, I just got to do it. Justice, freedom, and equality. Justice wears a blindfold. 
you see the, the symbol of her wearing a blindfold. Correct. Uh, and that's a wonderful symbol because justice doesn't see anything. Uh, justice hears the facts. Justice hears the facts. And I'm getting ready to go to school now because you're going to teach me something. So, and justice hearing the facts, help me, Holy Ghost. Justice hearing the facts. Justice is not peaking. Justice uh, doesn't change. The truth doesn't change uh, the facts, but the facts change the way that the truth is being viewed. So when justice is not peaking, then we can say it's justice. But when justice is peaking, it's something else. So talk to me about justice. Justice peaking? Oh, you justice mean, is peaking. You know what justice peaking is? <laughs> this is a funny one. The judge get a call from a friend. The judge gets a call from a friend. About a case that's going to be in front of him. About a case that's going to be in front of him. Most likely, it's one of the Supreme Court justices. Okay. Because they're very political. Wow. Right? We have to count on them for the law of the land. So we need to count. We have to count on them for their, their fiduciary duty to the people. Yes. And I'm sure they get these calls. Yes. I, 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 I used to be in concert with quite a few um, justices. And when they're not justices, they're called what? What's that other term? Commissioners. Commissioners, commissioners. Yeah. Yes, commissioners. So what I saw in my time in the courts is that the laws were changed. The, the, the judge had sometimes, he had some discretion at the bench when he heard certain things. But some of the laws now, is some of the laws taking some of that discretionary uh, I'll, I'll give you a, one that we want on appeal. Okay. The judge says, you people never learn. You people never put anything in writing. You people. Who is you people? I guess the Vietnamese people. <laughs> okay. Okay. So he kept saying that, and he kept saying the Vietnamese people. And then... Um, so you all get that too, you people. Yeah, you people. So then I showed up at the end there because this lady was, was at the end of her rope, and her, her lawyer did not do too well. So oh. she knew, for some reason, she knew the judgment wasn't going to be good. good. So I talked to my co-counsel, and I decided to show up at the last day of the trial and ask to, for a motion for reconsideration. Okay. And he says, no, you can't come in now. So he said, no. And then I said, I told him, well, can I have a, um, uh, a, a, a ruling you know, that he has to put he has to, to provide a prepared ruling, ruling. on uh -huh. his decision. Yeah. He goes, you can't because you're not the attorney. So I have, I have to turn to the attorney that I was supposed to substitute in for and tell him, tell the judge you need a ruling. So he says that. Uh -huh. And thank God because that judge didn't do a ruling I, or did a ruling. I don't remember. But we took that up to the appellate court and we got a retrial. Wow. Because of some of the things that he said, it's wow. very racial. And yeah. we have to understand that 
we're still human beings. And again, not making any excuse for any illegal behavior and not trying to tell you who have had experiences that have left you scarred and bruised and affected. But these pe people are human and there is a, a level of accountability. If you feel deep down inside that you're being treated wrongly, then you're being treated wrongly. Don't let anybody take that away from you. Well, what, a, what do you do if you're being treated wrong? Talk to somebody. Find some, there's somebody in the community. If you mention it to somebody will be able to help you. Just don't sit there because you know what? Somebody is watching you being abused and humiliated. And if you don't do anything, that is going to repeat itself. Pastor, you know there's a word conflict of interest? Yes. The phrase conflict of interest? If um, someone in the governmental agency is treating you badly, you can't go to the top of that can't go to that governmental agency and no. complain. There will be a conflict of interest that right. will defend the position, defend the policy. Right. So you need to go outside of that government agency mm -hmm. to another body, like the ACLU, like the elderly, um, the the advocates for the elderly, advocates for minors, advocates for seniors, mm -hmm. or even at your church um, pastors or your church. Um, yes, we do it at yes. yes, and I know other pastors. Come over here, bring it in. We'll yeah. we'll we'll look at it. I mean, the Interfaith Council has been like the most effective uh, body to work on issues for the community. Absolutely, we have an Interfaith Advisory Council in San Diego County, and Attorney Dina is going to help me build one am up I, here. I, am I? Yeah, we talked about <laughs> that you before. Yes, I we would did. love to do those. Yes, things. yes, and I'm I'm here to assist. Um, and communities because that's what my calling is for the community to be a person of, of voice. Oh my goodness. I'm going to take these last minutes. Are there anything, we're not in a rush. Is there anything that you would like to share? Anything that you would like to, that I didn't, because I've been asking questions and really had an exciting time okay. being with you today. I, I don't know if young people watch this show, but I think um, the people who are in junior high or high school, you should consider um, treating all the students, all your friends well, uh, nicely, and consider that if you bully someone or if you cause someone a lot of emotional distress, that could be a mental health issue for them later, and that could cause other people's lives, which you did not intend when you bully somebody. For instance, the shooting in Texas, the young man, or the, he was 20-something, yeah. 22, 23, he, all his friends, or people who went to high school with him, remember he was bullied a lot. And, and they think that because of all this bullying, it caused him the mental health and created uh, anger, violence in him that caused the shooting in Texas. I'm sure all those people never thought that they were instrumental to the deaths of the people in Texas. Wow. Bullying someone could be an instrument um, for the murder of other people. You don't see it that way. 
but it could be that way. So for junior high school students and high school students, I mean, enjoy high school and junior high. Have fun. Make everybody your friends because being positive is the best to be. Don't be negative, don't hurt anyone, and don't bully anyone. Wow, awesome. Thank you so much, and I know that you'll be back again, and maybe when you start your show, I'll be a guest on your show. I'll, <laughs> I'll interview you next time. <laughs> Thank uh -oh. you. Thank uh -oh. you, Dr. Oh, that's going to be an uh-oh. <laughs> uh, interview me. Wow, wonderful. Well, thank you, uh, Body of Christ. Thank you, Greater Harvest. Thank to all of you who may have tuned in today. We're excited about being in the land of the living and excited about having an opportunity to breathe one more day. We're always praying for families who've lost loved ones and the new way, you know, and the way that we have to move about in this virus arena. So we're thankful and grateful for your time today. And as always, amen, living health quality Kissimmee, K-I-S-I-M-E dot com, along with Mr. Cantane. We're excited about the products and how it looks and cares for the total health of mankind. So we're thankful and grateful today. And red and yellow, black and white, we are all precious in his sight. Jesus loves all the children of the world. So Father, we thank you right now. And we're just praying, amen, for every attorney Hallelujah, that's past the bar, that's operating in courts around this nation, around the land. Father, we're just asking that you would just cover them and give them a conscientious viewpoint, Father God, of what they're doing and not just let it be uh, an, a great lawyer who makes the innocent guilty and the guilty innocent. Father, let it be true to the creed, amen, that justice wears a blindfold. And those law enforcement professionals, Father God, no matter where they serve, oh God, we're asking that you would continue to have surely goodness and mercy and camp round about them, Father God. And on those code 3911 calls, Father, that you be the backup, you be the rear guard. And God, continue to guard their families and the long hours, uh, the firemen, Father God, the doctors, the nurses, Father God, the EMTs, uh, the grocery workers, Father God, we can, the, the, the Uber drivers or the eats that are delivering food, all these things, Father God, that had, we had to readapt and connect to, to be able to make it through these times. Father, continue to hold this entire world in the hollow of your hand. We thank you now. Bless this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God and amen. Amen. God bless you, Attorney Dana. What a wonderful time it was to have you here today. God bless you, Pastor, and God bless everyone watching us today.